Balance Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. is a soul fire production. Hey, hey, hey. I'm testing out my podcasting voice because someone told me it sounded like butter the other day. <laughs> Welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. You guys, today is such an incredible day. It is warm in San Diego. I've had a great week with business and now I get to speak with all of you amazing, amazing friends. And it's a great day to talk about money and to talk about business. And that's exactly why I decided to have Miss Sheila Bella on the show today. Sheila is the host of Pretty Rich Podcast, a dynamic top show on iTunes for business and careers. She is also an international conference speaker, the president of the American Academy of Micropigmentation and founder of the Pretty Ambitious Summit. Also, this fun fact and why I knew I had to have Sheila on the show was because Sheila has built an empire and had such an incredible story from just going about her life to having this epic come up story where she basically became one of the leaders in the world of permanent cosmetics and built a seven-figure business in three years. So I read that stat and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I want to talk to you and I want to hear all about this. So let's go ahead and dive into Sheila's story. Let's bring her on and let's give a warm welcome because this shit is epic and I'm so excited to have her on. Please welcome Miss Sheila Bella. Okay, you ready? Born ready. Well, actually never, (laughs) but we're going to do this anyway. I love it. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I have the fabulous Sheila Bella on. Sheila, you are such a powerhouse. I'm so excited to dive into your business and really how you got started. Ah, thank you. Thank you for saying that. You have such a sweet face and you have such a calming podcast voice. Do people tell you that? (laughs) No, actually, I've heard that I have a really raspy podcast voice, but it is what it is. I just, I just flow with it. It's like a warm blanket. Oh my God. That's such a compliment. Do you hear that? No. Okay. Listen, I used to be a vocal coach, not in another life, in this life, in my twenties. And so I know soothing and you have that like warmth about your voice. And I, I just love it. Okay. Maybe I need to put out a few meditations, make some money or something. No, for real. I'm serious. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. Well, Sheila, I'm excited. I want to kind of start from the beginning. Obviously Ugh. you have built your career or you built somewhat of a career in permanent makeup, and then you built the seven figure business. And then from there, you have created this insane personal brand. You have a top rated podcast and you help, you know, women in their entrepreneurial journey and mental mindsets around money. So I kind of want to start like, where, where was the beginning of all of this for you? You know, I tell this story a million times. Um, and yeah, I, I just need to recognize that not everybody knows the story, even though I told it a million times. Uh, but I started out, uh, waiting tables 
broke AF. Um, and I was, <laughs> it wasn't just like any server job, you know, it was on the corner of Hollywood and Vine in a schoolgirl outfit. And I saw it as an upgrade from Hooters. I was like, this is an upscale Hooters, upscale, <laughs> because we had just, we just had better quality costumes, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, the place was great. It was called Dylan's Irish Pub. It was amazing. It was like two stories. And, you know, I served drunk guys beer and avocado fries all night. And I, I got that job because I was trying to get back at my ex-husband. He was very conservative. I know, right? So healthy of me. So <laughs> <laughs> he was very conservative. And so I recently had just got, you know, separated from him. And I was like, what can I do to piss Chris off? What can I do? Oh, I'm going to get a skanky job serving beer to like <laughs> drunk guys on Hollywood and Vine and wear the schoolgirl <laughs> outfit so that my I can have a butt on my chest and everybody knows I want everyone to know that. Okay. So, um, anyway, so this job was supposed to be my new beginning. It was supposed to be my grown up job. I didn't have a college education. Right. And so, um, I got married very young. And so when that marriage fell apart, I was like, Oh, I need a college experience. I need to be reborn. And I can't believe I thought that this job was the way to go. But, you know, it's what I had at the time. And I did meet a lot of really awesome, good people there. But I guess the managers realized, it was very obvious, obviously, that um, I was not there for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was my revenge job, I guess. That's awesome. And so, and honestly, I was there too, Whitney. Very unapologetically, I was like, I need to find a husband to take care of me. Because Chris couldn't do that. And I didn't think that I had any, um, I, I, I wasn't aware of my power. Yeah. Well, that's such, I feel like that's such a normal, I mean, again, like I, I kind of, I grew up with a single father, but I, I have a lot of women in my life, especially growing up where it was like, marry rich, marry well off, marry someone's going to take care of you like your dad did. So I, I feel that. Mm, mm. Thank you for your honesty. Yes. And I know a lot of us do feel that. Wouldn't it be nice? And so that's yeah. what I was going for. Sure. Um, and so, and then one day I got fired from that job and I'll never forget uh, the shame and the embarrassment that I felt from getting fired from that job. I felt like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm not even good enough for this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt so small walking out of that office after that they told me that, you know, that was going to be my last day. I felt so small. I felt like everybody was looking at me. I was walking down the stairs and I was kind of like, oh God, oh God, get me out of here. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is, I can't believe this is my reality. Did that really just happen? And I remember getting my stuff and going home, you know, to my, uh, to my apartment and just feeling so like a loser. Mm -hmm. Such a, um, not only did I have a broken relationship, um, I didn't possess skills, <laughs> life skills. Um, and I felt so powerless, I yeah. have to say, and I, that's how I acted too. And you could tell meeting me that, um, I was very insecure. I didn't have control over my life or my options. That's a big one. Ugh, yeah. Like thinking like, oh gosh, like I don't have, I don't have control over my options. So I, I said yes to a lot of things that I didn't want to say yes to. I, you know, even in my romantic relationships, I allowed myself to be a doormat, mm -hmm. uh, because I really 
felt super, super, super out of control, which is crazy because if you look at my life now, I feel very in control of everything. I'm a control freak. I, I feel very in control of the options before me. I take you know, massive ownership of every mistake and every win for that matter in my life. And it's just the complete opposite. But then again, we're talking, you know, 12 years later. Yeah. It's crazy how things have turned around for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you went through a huge journey and it sounds like you learned, you know, kind of to step into like who you are or learning who you are through this whole process. Right. So where, where mm -hmm. does permanent makeup come into all this? Yeah, dude. So that was kind of an accident. Um, okay. Honestly, you know, for every young girl might be listening to this or watching this, like if you don't know what to do with the rest of your life, it's cool. Necessity. <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I wish someone would have told me that at 22. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Necessity will teach you. Yeah. Necessity taught me. And you know what? Thank God I didn't waste six figures on a college degree. Mm. I, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I took, I took a permanent makeup class because I, I, because I got fired and I didn't, I, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and I was, I didn't want to be a loser anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and also I was inspired by the woman that did my eyebrows, mm. um, because Listen, at that time, I just wanted to be able to help my current boyfriend pay rent. So that's all I wanted. And I remember I, I looked at her life. Yeah. I had an old used Toyota. She had a brand new one. I lived in a studio apartment. She had a modest three-bedroom home. I was unemployed. Mm -hmm. She had a studio and her daughters worked there. And I was oh, like, oh, wow. Right. So I was like, oh, oh, she she's doing well. She's doing well. People take her seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and what she's doing seems like fun. Mm -hmm. And so she had a five day workshop and I took it. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was my last chance. Mm -hmm. I just I mean, obviously, like you always have a second chance or a third chance and a fourth chance. I believe that. But in my mind, I had to make this work. I had to make this weird permanent makeup thing work. I had to make tattooing eyebrows my thing. Yeah. And it wasn't even because like, oh, I think this is so, so cool. It was, it was out of necessity. It was out of desperation. I was, I invested, you know, thousands of dollars on this training. And to me, this was the last train out of loserville. <laughs> Do you feel like that pressure too? Because obviously, because of everything that had ha like had happened and you were kind mm -hmm. of also in this point where you're like, well, this is it. Like, this is my moment to like, not give up. And like, not that you gave up in the beginning, but like not to give up and make sure, like make something out of this. For sure. I think, um, what's wrong with a lot of, uh, people now is they don't burn the boat or they don't burn the boat in their mind. So mm -hmm. if they're trying to venture out into something, you might say you don't have a plan B, but uh -huh. calm, calm through your thoughts. Most likely, if it's not working, you have a plan B. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I didn't, totally. I, I don't know. I was delusional enough to think that this was the last train out of Loserville. And mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't know. I know I put that pressure on myself because I had a feeling that it was that important for me to make that 
decision and to see it as that. Also, I I was really embarrassed to fail. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. Don't aim to fail. <laughs> right. But I think, um, and also we should normalize failure. I think that's, yeah, I think, I think to get to, to get to a place of success, right. The path is failure, but I was so afraid to fail. It just had to work. Yeah. (laughs) Uncover. I would, um, I would hide my failures to the best of my ability because I had, it just had to work or I would ignore them. I'd be like, no, 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 that didn't, that I know that didn't go the way I planned, but that's okay. So it wasn't a failure. It was a learning experience. Right. (laughs) So it was just so desperate to make it freaking work. And out of that, you know, my goal was to basically to have a brand new Toyota and a three bedroom home, yeah. right? In the suburbs. I just wanted to have a modest life. It's so crazy what happens when you get thrown in the fire. Mm. Um, you find out who you are and what you're made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, snap. I am a multi-million dollar marketer. Oh, okay. No. And the thing is that happened gradually because I remember starting making 10 K months and 20 K months. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is, I'm making 20 games, get to 30. And then I remember when I broke the hundred and then I went, I remember wow. when I broke 200 and it was insane. I'm like, it challenged me for the first time. And I was motivated to do something for the first time. I changed my, it changed my relationship with discomfort. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what, that's what business building does. Right. 100%. So let's, let's kind of go back here to, I want to talk about like that, that moment of when these months started shifting and the Mm -hmm. scaling, Mm -hmm. because I think that, you know, I, as I'm learning and as I'm scaling this agency and now this new brand, that's something that's really interesting to me is the mindset and the way that you continue to build month over month and continue to call in more financial revenue and call in more financial success. So tell me kind of what those months looked like. Like where were, where is your head at? Like during those months or like maybe when you broke 10 K and then when you, maybe when you broke 50 K and then a hundred, you know what I, I realized? Well, first of all, I was surprised. I'm all, I was always surprised, but it was also really motivating. But what I realized the difference between um, successful entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that just kind of accept the status quo, like that just kind of like run a business, right? Mm -hmm. I'm running a business. Um, really successful entrepreneurs see their businesses like a machine. You see it as a, like a money printing machine. Mm -hmm. And I had this natural, for some reason, I had this natural, um, instinct to see that slowly succeeding business as a machine. Um, I didn't see myself being the one to, to do everything to, you know, to do the services, to answer the phones. Um, Mm -hmm. I naturally have a knack for scaling. So essentially what you do is you build the machine, you build the money-making machine, you lead generate, you know, lead generation, lead conversion, fulfillment, all of the parts, and you do everything yourself. But once your machine is built and once your, your sales process is proven and it's repeatable now, you have to see it as repeatable. 
-hmm. Then you outsource. Then you find the players to fill the different spots. And that's how you scale. But to this day, I see my online business like a machine. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot easier to troubleshoot, actually, if something's not working, what part of the machine is broken? Is it the lead generation part? Is it the lead conversion part? Is it the fulfillment mm -hmm. part? Because it's honestly just one of those three things forever and ever. Wow. That's incredible. So when, so again, like you're coming from this point of like, like you said, like you didn't go to college, you kind of came from like this feeling of feeling like, you know, you didn't have your life together. You wanted this modest life. What, what was it like actually being inside of the, you know, being in the driver's seat and like walking yourself through these, like, you know, thoughts or like, did you ever feel like a fraud or did you feel like, you know, okay, great. I made $10,000. Like, how, you know, do I want to stop? Like, what was your thinking? Like, where were you at mentally? I don't want to stop. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I, I really think that one day they're going to figure out what it is that's in the entrepreneurial DNA, because mm -hmm. there is something about that entrepreneurial spirit where it's just so natural to us mm -hmm. in some, in some ways. So, and, and a lot of, in some ways unnatural where it's just, you're just, um, you're addicted to growth, yeah. personal growth. You're addicted to impact. And the thing is, um, you know, like I said, I started out very insecure. Um, but once you start to have some wins mm -hmm. that, that dopamine hit, <laughs> it's like the dragon you keep chasing. For yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And you chase that high. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, so it was kind of like that then it was kind of like this thing where it's like, oh shit, like I'm good. Like I'm going to, I'm going to keep continuing to go. And, yeah, exactly. And then it's just, once you get that first hit, that mm -hmm. first win, that first high, I think if you're truly an entrepreneur, you'll be addicted and you'll keep chasing it forever. Mm. Right. And I think that's mm -hmm. why it's important for, for us to stop and, you know, look at our wins and be present, you know, because. I mean, that high could get really, really addicting. You know, it could yeah. pull you out of the present. It could pull you out of gratitude. Yeah. But it's freaking fun. And I know <laughs> a bunch of you guys who are listening right now probably resonate with that. It is so fun. It's like, a, yeah. and, the, and, the, and that's part of it too. It's like, it, I see it like a video game. I feel like I'm playing like Mortal Kombat or something like that or World of Warcraft <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like winning at this video game. It's like you can't personify it too much. You can't put too much emotion in it. You just need to look at it kind of like like this fun, this fun, quirky game mm -hmm. and not take it too seriously, you know? Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. <laughs> Get super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. 
Yet Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. So I was looking through your social. And one of the things that really stuck out to me was you did this video about how to grow your permanent makeup business fast. And then the whole video is like, you don't like, you don't grow it fast. Like it takes time. So tell me about, because obviously, yes, I completely agree. And being that you have a marketing mind, I have a marketing mind. I think we both understand that there takes a lot of foundation building before something hits and before something really sticks, or you start to get that sales traction that you're looking for. When you, when you had, cause when you had your business for three years and you made your first million, what, what were you, were you patient with that growth? Were you patient with things sticking? Kind mm. of tell me about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you can't be tied to the result. Mm. You can't, you have to be, um, more focused on your habits. Really? Okay. Explain, like clarify uh, a little bit. Okay. So I, I feel like that's my approach with a lot of things in life. And I think that's why I'm like, successful at things. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, I, I, I pay attention to my habits. That Mm -hmm. to me is the goal. Did I do the thing? Did Mm -hmm. I, was I good with my time management today? Did I produce this at the right time? Did I put myself out there? Did I get uncomfortable? Did I, you know, I set deadlines for myself, Mm -hmm. um, for, for things to do. And I wasn't tied to the result. And because of that, I was proud of myself when I had a good day, a good week, et cetera, et cetera. And I did manage my time well, and I took action. I was disciplined. Um, and I, I, I didn't look at the result as much. Like another, another I, uh, example might be if you're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've lost 60 pounds. I had a baby 10 months ago. It's my third son. I know it's crazy. And I do, I do it every, every time I get pregnant, I always gain 60 pounds and I always lose 60 pounds. So it's like, <laughs> like whatever for me at this point. But I mean, so it, let's say you're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You can't be too tied to the scale and the result. You can't like weigh yourself every single day. Like, Oh, why didn't this move? Because it's going to make you frustrated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes to losing weight, I just think about my habits. Like, did I, you know, hit my macros? Did I eat at the times that I said I was going to eat? Did I eat the things I was said I was going to eat? Did I work out the, the way I said I was going to work out? Did I sleep the way I said I was going to sleep? That's it. And then and then just watch it grow. It's like kind of like a byproduct of just being disciplined. Yeah. And it's very calculated. Like, I love that you are like, this is a formula. This is yeah. A formula. Interesting. Okay. Well, I love that. So let's kind of move into what you're doing now, right? So you started this business, you started your podcast, you started your online business, like all these things. What led you from going from permanent makeup business to now I want to start and help people and become this personal brand? Oh, great question. And so um, my salon was shut down 
that little uh that i don't know if you heard about something <laughs> called the coronavirus <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it made big news. Never back, heard of it. <laughs> back in 2020. Yeah, oh, it's huge. You should look it up. And like the whole world was shut down, including uh, beauty salons. Mm-hmm. And so I was not the type to sit around and just wait for things to happen to my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not want to put my future in the hands of all these you know, old white guys in charge. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, no, 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 we are not doing that. I have, I have three kids. No. So, um, oh, at the time I only had two. Yeah. Um, so so (laughs) I, I had to do it again. (laughs) You know, when you're in a burning house and you're burning house, Mm -hmm. you got to get out. Yeah. But it's about harnessing and being that type of woman to walk out of that fire. What yeah. type of woman do you need to be to walk out of that fire? And I felt that same fire in 2020 mm-hmm. because my salon was shut down. All my girls were out of work. And as you all remember, there were no answers. And I said, fuck that. <laughs> That's awesome. You have to create them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, so I I saw an opportunity. I said, well, you know, opportunity doesn't go away. Although, you know, for a lot of people, like, I think that's the, the, you know, mindset they chose to believe that, oh, the world is shut down. Opportunity is gone. No, opportunity doesn't go away. It just changes location. Oh, where was that location? Oh, location's online. Oh, okay. Well, what do people, what can I offer online that I think can really help people? I started out um, offering an online course workshop because there was a lot of people in my industry that were out of work mm-hmm. and now had time. And I said, well, you can make money online. How? You can create an online course for, for brows or lashes or nails or whatever it is you're doing. And so I taught people how to do that. And that's how that started. Wow. Lo and behold, um, it just kept growing and growing even, you know, beyond 2020 and now it's another multi-million dollar business it's 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 crazy it's like oh see every time something good happens to me it's because i've been put through the fire i've been tested like there's there's some sort of like crazy you know motivation in me because something either myself or the world told me like oh you are going to die if you don't make this happen and push motivated (laughs) and i know that about myself um And so, yeah, I, I'm grateful for those experiences and for showing me, you know, cause they show me who, what I'm made of and what I'm capable of. Oh my gosh. I love that. So with this course, so I love that you like really specifically stuck with the beauty industry. So cause the authority is to niche down. So, yeah, I love that. And then you, you were able to teach these women how to also make money online. While you're simultaneously making money for yourself, supporting yourself. I know it's so, (laughs) it was so meta. Well, the thing is I had already created an online course by that time. I did Uh it like the year prior, but I didn't take it super seriously, but I'm like, well, let's create an online course on how to make an online course. Mm. (laughs) And I remember too, um, just to go back to that course, (laughs) I remember April. Yeah, it was like it was like mid-April. And I, I told my my COO, who's my receptionist, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. My front desk receptionist, she's my CEO. Um, I was like, listen, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to pay you because mm-hmm. we don't have a salon anymore right now. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So I said, well, we need to, uh, we need to sell this thing. Cause I think people are clamoring for solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't film this thing. I get, I, we have to get scrappy. I don't have time to write this thing, film it, then edit it, then write promos, et cetera, et cetera. So we're just going to sell it now before we even make it. So I remember I started with the landing page. I started with the promotional videos and materials, and then I opened it up and I sold it. And then in the course, I said, the first class will be on, and then I taught it live on Zoom and then I recorded it and I taught four sessions and they were two weeks apart, but that got me through that got me. Yeah. That got me through those few months where we had no income and we didn't know what we were going to do. And it helped me roll into my next investment. I invested from that money into more business coaching Mm. and, and that helped, um, make, make this, all this happen. So, and how did you, how did, so again, so you had the salon, but how did you go and market these people? Like, were you just like, I mean, did you have a big following with the salon or were you just knocking Mm -hmm. on doors or DMing people? Like, how did you reach all of it? All of it. I did have quite a following with my salon because, because I had a successful business. Sure. So, I mean, I know I could teach people how to create a, have a successful business in that field because I had a massively successful business. Mm -hmm. How come, you know, I'm a microblader in Los Angeles that was making six figures a month when most microbladers were making six figures, you know, if a year. So I knew I had a lot of value to give there. So I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's, it was the next natural step. Okay. So then where does the podcast come into play? Tell me, I mean, because you are so multifaceted. It's like, I want to hear where, how all these things line up and when. Again, I felt like I just had the instinct to start something. Okay. (laughs) I started the podcast back in 2019, even before all this. And I, I don't know, I I felt like I had this instinct that a personal brand would serve me one day. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know how yet. And I know a lot of you guys who are listening are probably on the same boat. You're probably feeling the pull to create an audience, to grow an audience and to have a personal brand, but maybe you don't know how you're going to use it yet. I say, don't wait because you can't do anything without an audience. So just mm-hmm. grow one and then you will figure it out. I promise. And the thing is, if you don't have a product yet, or if you don't have a proven business yet, everyone in your life is going to be like, who do you think you are? (laughs) Why are you posting pictures all of a sudden with like long captions? What is going on? Why do you need a photo shoot? Like you're not a celebrity. What do you mean? So like everyone in your life is going to tell you that and that's okay. And because they told me that too. But then, you know, like my whole family was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, just, I was like, you like this? Do you like, do you like photo shoots? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like photo shoots. <laughs> you like this. And the thing is, I, I had this instinct. You, you see you, if, if God gives you a vision, that's for you, not for all the other naysayers. They don't mm-hmm. get it because God didn't give them that, that vision. He mm-hmm. gave it just to you. So Mm -hmm. it's your job, your job as a good steward to really follow through and believe that this vision is there for a reason. 
100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got to keep taking the pictures and posting and like writing the things and speaking into the microphone and doing face to camera. Even if people are, if, even if nobody in your life gets it, there is no, I have to say, I've seen people do this. Like I used to, um, I used to model. Mm -hmm. I used to sing musical theater. I used to like it. Yeah, I used to wait. <laughs> I was a server at Dylan's Irish Pub, right? For a quick minute. But then, so, so you know, there there have been some people that have known me since like even those dark ages, right? Mm -hmm. I was on like Pinoy Idol, which is like American Idol in the Philippines, something like that. <laughs> and then so it's called Pinoy Pop Superstar. So like there are some people who knew me from that, like not a lot. I have to say growing an audience is a great investment. And mm -hmm. I've switched careers several times, right? So I had my salon, I had my studio, I don't have it anymore. And so now I have my online business. Growing a, a, an audience can only help you. So just yeah. do it. Just collect the thing. Mm. What are your, what are like your three tips on how you grow your audience? Or what would you tell someone that's like, okay, I want to grow my audience. What do I do? Well, it depends when you're asking. <laughs> At the time you're asking today, right now, today it is 2022. It's summer of 2022. <laughs> and the thing is you, so number one, you need to do some, some market research of okay. where people's attentions are because what it is right now, it will not be the same a year from now. And if mm -hmm. I'm going to give you evergreen tips for this podcast, Whitney, I have to include that caveat that you need to do market research because like, you know, video content right now is not the same as video content like two years yeah. ago. Totally. Right. So yeah. right now people as you have to be a consumer too, and you need to study the internet and see, and see what's working. And right now what's working seem to be reels and TikToks. Mm -hmm. It's short, it's short form video content is what's working right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you go ham on that until it changes and it will change. So if you're, if you're looking to grow an audience, first you have to do some market research and then you just need to post. And I promise you, you're overthinking it. So underthink it. Okay. I love it. So listen, Sheila, you have been so much fun. Um, I want to do some rapid fire questions with you. Okay. All right. Shoot. So let's go with your, uh, your favorite self-love practice. My favorite self-love practice. Oh, I like to get a massage and I don't tell anybody where I am. That's a, Ooh, that's a really good one. I really like that. <laughs> okay. Wait, can I ask, what is your sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, Hey, <laughs> I don't know, know what that means, but cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love that, that. Um, honestly, I feel like Pisces are just very intuitive. I feel like they're very in tune with their own emotions. They're very in tune with kind of what's happening around them. At least from, this is like my experience with Pisces. I, yeah, I'm yeah. not, not, okay. you know, astrology pro, but I just <laughs> had to ask. I, the reason why I asked you is I am a Sagittarius. And so like yeah. the biggest like I, my motivation comes from freedom. So like, I'm not motivated necessarily like by like money. I'm motivated by the fact that money can get me to having a lifestyle that has the most amount of freedom possible. Mm. So when you talk about like 
running off and like getting massage and like no one knows where you're at. Like that sounds mm-hmm. like my dream come true. <laughs> it's so quiet. I have three kids and I, and I run a company of 35 women. So if all I, women, is it all women? It's in your all company? women. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's so cool. We're hiring DM me at real Sheila Bella. We're hiring. We're always oh hiring. Oh my gosh. That's okay. So Akis marketing is all women too. Awesome. I love that. Awesome. That's rad. Yeah. Okay. Going on to the second one. Um, what is your favorite Instagram or TikTok to stock? Favorite Instagram or TikTok to stock? I really like Dr. Rhonda Patrick. So, okay, I've listened to her. Uh, yeah, she found my fitness on Instagram. I she is just like she's the goat. Okay. <laughs> she's just the goat. I I will do everything she tells me to do. I will eat the way she says. I'll exercise the way she says. I'll do all the quirky. I'll take all the quirky supplements that she says. Yeah, she's the goat. Okay. I take all her advice on everything going on with this, you know, this viral stuff. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's the goat. <laughs> so, That's yeah. awesome. I love that. And and the Kardashians. <laughs> I, I know. Did you watch the new season on Hulu? No, no. I'm talking about their Instagrams. That's so funny. Oh. I don't have time to watch the, the reality show. Okay. But I love stalking their pages. If you get a moment, you go on vacation, watch it. Cause I thought it was so interesting compared to all their other seasons. Hmm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta give it a go. I don't have okay. that nuance. Okay. What I, book I are you, what book are you reading right now? If you're reading anything? What am I reading right now? I'm reading several things on, um, an audible. So I don't Ooh. typically, yeah, I don't typically, um, are you, so you're an audiobook girl. I'm an audiobook girl. I read I the Bible. Too. I read the Bible every day, but Aww. like, as far as like, you know, it's no, I'm reading lifespan <laughs> by David Sinclair right now. Okay. Okay. Which is an amazing one. He's another one I'm obsessed with. Okay. David Sinclair. Um, I'm also reading um, The Closer's Survival Guide, Grant Cardone, third okay. edition, um, and Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Oh my gosh, I love these. Can I tell you another one? Yeah, of course. Drop all the books. I love, okay, so I'm more. an audiobook girl too, because I go on my morning walks and I, I want to listen to something. So drop them. Okay, so the other one, which I haven't told anybody about, except you, Whitney, except you, <laughs> is The Good Girl's Guide to Bad Girl Sex. Oh my by gosh. Dr. Barbara Kiesling. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> it's only five hours of that one left, though. So, yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. Okay. And then last but not least, what is your favorite guilty pleasure? If it's not the good girl's guide to bad girl sex, (laughs) Uh, my favorite guilty pleasure. Yeah. If it's not, ah, ah, guilty pleasure. I really like going on, um, trips with my husband where we act like we're 18 years old again and we just do stupid things. We just, I love that. Like, what do you do? If you want to, sh- if you feel comfortable sharing. Oh, we just, we just, we just act so dumb. We pretend we're in college. <laughs> we have no responsibilities. That, that to me is a time where I'm like, oh, I'm being bad, <laughs> which is, which is really necessary. I think after being married for 10 years yeah, I um, love that, that. You, that you have these vacations, we're going on another one this weekend. <laughs> so. Oh, good for you guys. Okay. Last and final question. What does influence mean to you? Oh, it's influence is sacred. 
And we all have it. And it's not necessarily just on social media. It's a, it's persuasion. It's persuasion. It's sacred and it's powerful. It's mm-hmm. really powerful. And in the wrong hands, it can be really dangerous. I think it is everyone's responsibility if you're a good person, if you see yourself as a good person, to learn how to increase influence if you're mm. a good person. Because influence is power and someone mm-hmm. has to have the power, right? Mm-hmm. So do you want that power in the hands of good people like yourself? Or do you want it in the hands of corrupt people? So mm. I think it is everybody's duty, if you're a good person, to learn how to increase your impact and your influence on this world. Mm, I love that you said it was sacred. I feel like that's super powerful. Very cool. Sheila, you have been such a blast and I'm so honored that you came on the show and I loved listening to your story. Can you please let everyone know where they can find you and drop all the links and all the things? Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Whitney. Where can they find me? Oh, I'm, I'm on Instagram all the time at real Sheila Bella. I'm trying to be on TikTok at real, Sheila Bella, <laughs> but I am there. Watch You're my there. journey as I grow. I'm on YouTube. Just Google Sheila Bella on YouTube. Um, and you can also text me. Um, I have a number where it, it actually goes to my phone and I love connecting with the community. Um, and mm. you know, I think that you can text me any and all business questions or personal questions. I want to know if you listen to this and that number is 310-388-4588. I want to know what your takeaways were, what you loved, what you hated, all of it. Honestly, I, I just love connecting with people. Cause like, why are we doing this? Like social media is so demonized, mm-hmm. but, um, if you use it for good, if you use it to be more human, mm-hmm. it could be a very good thing. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for coming on. And I am so excited to have everyone listen and please leave us a review guys. If you like the show, please let Sheila know what you like most. Thank you so much. Bye everyone.